Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox, 93.7, WEEI-FM, HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This now is a moment of truth or moments of truth for Joe Mazzula. Like, yeah. Joe Mazzula did a phenomenal job to start this season. He took, under, took over under the most trying of circumstances where he had to take over a team that was in flux, that was dealing with a coaching change, and he kept the trains running on time. This is adversity, maybe the biggest adversity the Celtics have faced all season long, and Joe Mazzulla now needs to navigate this team out of it. He's got to get in their heads in the locker room. He's got to get Grant Williams' head right. He's got to get Rob Williams back on the floor. Look, Rob Williams, I'm sure, is legitimately injured. No, it's your boy. He's legitimately injured. <laughs> but, Chris, how many times last year did Ime Udoka find creative ways to call Rob Williams soft? And that paid off at the end of the year because Rob Williams was playing through pain uh, all throughout the playoffs last year. Rob Williams needs to get out there on the floor as soon as possible. He needs to stay out there on the floor because without him, they have no chance of beating any of the top-tier teams in the Eastern Conference. Chris Mannix from earlier this week on early edition, I believe it was, NBC Sports Boston. Final hour, Jones and Mego with Arkan here on WEEI. I don't know if I really drilled down on this earlier in the week. Do we agree with that? So if they don't have Robert Williams, they have no chance. Um, I think he is a differentiator. Yeah, I think he he puts them over the top. He changes their defense. But I also want to circle back to that. Is that Mannix calling Rob Williams? Yeah, no, I I I mean that is he's pretty blatantly saying Joe Missoula needs to take take a page out of Ime Odoka's book and be tougher on him. Well, I just saw the Celtics literally just sent this out, but he, Time Lord is out tomorrow. He won't play, but he's supposed to be on the trip. Him being on the trip to me means he's close, and maybe that ties into what Mannix was saying, like he should be back by now. Now, I, I give Rob Williams a lot of credit for playing through it last year, and maybe I need to give Udoka more credit in retrospect for that, but I gave him a lot of credit for doing it. I now wonder if they've just like borderline ruined his career. And if the the 80 minutes or whatever it is combined of Tatum, Brown, Smart, Horford, Rob Williams, I wonder if that's just going to be what it is going forward, not just this year, but in future seasons. Like, you're never going to have those five guys together because they're never all going to be healthy at the same time. Whoa, 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 wait. Joe Mazzulla told us yesterday that all the bigs are healthy. Yep. That's why he's experimenting with all these different lineups. Did, Everybody's healthy. He did mention that. I just, I disagree. Just the depth that they have at the position has nothing to do with Grant Williams individually. Yeah, I don't really think it's about Grant. I think no. it's we're fully healthy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. Fully healthy team. I disagree with Mannix, by the way. 
they can win a championship without Williams. That, that gets a lot harder. He's their best defensive player. He's the reason they're an elite defensive team, but they should be able to win without Rob Williams. Yeah, you still I have guess... Tatum, you still have Brown, you still have Smart and Horford and Brogdon and everybody else that fans love. Grant Williams, if he's ever allowed back on the court. So you still have enough, I think, to win. It's harder, but you can you could still win without Rob Williams. I'm considering the size in the East, and you don't know what their path is going to be, but between Giannis, who Grant Williams has been good on, but we don't know how much he's going to play going forward, and, um, and, of course, Joel Embiid. Like, I think it helps to have both Al Horford and Rob Williams good to go. Well, it definitely helps. Do you think they can win without a mark in? Uh, no. I don't. So I you, think got, that, you guys uh, are both with Mannix. I'd throw He's, Cleveland in there, too. Cleveland's got two really good young bigs, and without Williams in the middle, I think that that's going to be another. Cleveland's beat them three times this year. I think that Williams is what made them special last year. We sort of talked about this the other day. Defensively. Williams, defensively, is what made them special and was made that team special last year when they went on that run. And he's played, what, about, I don't know, third of the season, maybe a little more? And they haven't really been a particularly special team. Even when he played, in fairness, it's not like they were great when he was out there. But it's different. And I think that without him and without them sort of at full strength, which unfortunately, with this team, they need to have that. And if you don't believe me, ask any Celtics fan. Oh, the starting fives only played this many minutes together this year. Oh, they've only done this. They've only been together all as an entire team for this many games. And it's like, well, if that's what they need, then they're never going to win anything. And I'm worried that that's actually true. Yeah, no, that definitely could be the case. So so Mannix is talking about the moment of truth for Joe Mazzucchi. This is a big test down the stretch for Missoula. Can he handle it? Can he, well, measure up with some of these other coaches? Or are they taking advantage of him at the end of games? I I do wonder, too, if teams have just kind of figured out the Celtics. Meaning opposing coaching staffs, opposing, opposing teams. Have they kind of figured out the Celtics? Which aspects? Well, I just wonder if they know, hey, if you give the Celtics certain shots... You know, if you run them off the three-point line as much as possible and contest as much as possible, which is easier said than done, and that's the scouting report on a lot of teams, but the Celtics specifically are a when we bomb away and hit threes, we win team. When we bomb away and miss threes, we lose team. Like, I wonder if the scouting report is out a little bit on the Celtics. They played offense differently at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I was reading Zach Lowe the other day. This is like nerdy basketball stuff and I, I didn't read his full thing for God's sakes. I didn't have hours to read it, but I read a couple of bullet points. On I the learned Celtics. that the hard way the first time I tried to send you yes, exactly yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was like, what a what You're a, like, no offense, but I don't read novels. Uh, I There's don't, 14 things I'm thinking about. I don't read really is what I don't do. This is true. I skim. And so, but I was, you know, they they started, they were doing a lot of guard guard screens at the beginning of the year, which were catching teams off guard, and now I wonder if teams have caught nice. on to that a little bit, right? So that that sort of stuff. And I wonder if the book's just out on him a little bit. And now the Celtics have some self-doubt, maybe because they know it. And I do think it's a moment of truth for Joe Mazzulla. I think this is a big, big road trip for the Celtics. They should do what they should win four or five games on this trip. You want to chalk up the game in Sacramento as a loss? I'm not conceding that. But fine, Sacramento's good. It's a road game. They should win four or five of these road games. Most of the teams on this trip stink. I do also think some of it goes back to the game plan. And I know we've been harping on this, but we touched on this the other day. And it bears something in mind here is what are the strengths of your team? And Emeo Doka was really strong in identifying how these guys could be elite defensively. If the game plan or the strategy largely on offense is to work it around for the best possible three point shot. Who like right now, Al Horford is one of your steadiest three-point yeah, shooters. Been, he has been, like, unconscious. Like, it, it's not as if you have somebody on here. I'm not even saying you need a Ray Allen or someone, 
But the way that this offensive system seems to be working, or I shouldn't even say system, but this philosophy, we touched on this the other day. It's not like Jason Tatum is an incredible three-point shooter. It's not no. like Jalen Brown is an incredible three-point shooter, and that's your very elite talent. Around that, it's okay. Let's hope that Malcolm Brogdon doesn't go cold tonight. Let's hope that Sam Hauser gets into some kind of role-playing hot streak at some point in the playoffs. Let's hope that Marcus Smart can pick out a couple of smart of good spots. I yeah, should say. let's let's not be well, let's, that's, not, let's that's not expect how, too much here. That's how that philosophy has to no, go, no, no, and no, then true. that in different points that Tatum's shot is going to look really good. Yeah. So look, I, I think the book is out a little bit on the Celtics, and I agree with Mannix. It's a moment of truth. I wouldn't go as far as him and say without Rob Williams, they're screwed. It gets harder. It's more difficult. But I think they can win without Rob Williams. You can weigh in on all of it. 617-779-7937. We got sidetracked from the Celtics earlier. We had some Celtics stuff penciled in. And we reacted to the Devin McCourty retirement. There is a little bit more news from the Patriots. And I, I maybe find this more interesting than I normally would. They've released Jake Bailey, their punter, who had a uh, a grievance against the team. What did he file he against He got suspended the for the last two games, right? Along with uh, Jack Jones. Along with Jack Jones. Wait, did they no, no, they no, release no, 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 Jack no, Jones? No, no, no. Oh, they, they, suspended. He, fi- he filed a grievance and was suspended. They both were. They released okay. Jake, Bailey. Jake Bailey. Should we read into that at all with Jack Jones? That's what I was going to ask. No. I think that uh, that these two situations were different kinds of grievances. Um, well, they were lumped together and both suspended together. Yeah, yeah. It came out on the same day, I remember. But I think that they're, they're different, they're different um, situations of types of disagreements or that they had with the team. And so I wouldn't say that looking at Jake Bailey's indicates that Jack Jones is next. That's why I just shouted in surprise. No, 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 no. They cut Jack Jones? No, no, no. So just to be clear, they released Jake Bailey, but yes. both were suspended, both filed grievance. I'm sorry, Bailey filed a grievance. I'm I not don't sure think Jack Jones, Jones did. did. I take that back. They were both suspended at the same time last year. And I remember Bailey's agent came out and said, Jake wanted to play and he right. was ready to play. You and guys wouldn't, wouldn't let him. Right, and that was the whole thing. With Jack Jones, it was some sort of workout thing. It was like, like re- or, it was how he was, rehab the rumor thing, was yeah. that he was late to his rehabilitation. Yeah, it was something related to his rehab correct uh from injury so i I do wonder i mean i wonder if jack jones and i I don't care at all about moving on from jake bailey he stinks bailey just signed a four-year extension last last summer was it last year it was recently that's what that's why they were trying to cut with him he stinks they're trying to save a they're trying to save a few bucks on the punter yeah they spent money on it yeah they're trying to save a few bucks on the punter which is classic patriots thinking it's like the michael polardi era (laughs) let's overpay this punter and then let's try to save a few bucks on this punter it's just like they're all the same they're all fair caught anyway like who cares like why are you worried about your punter but so jack jones the tie-in to jack jones is what interests me about this story do we think he's do we know that he's out of the doghouse no i don't think that i but i I don't think think, he's at the point do we think he's a lock to be on the team no you don't you don't think jack jones is a lock to be on the team I don't think it I helps don't. when you're talking back to Bill in meetings. I don't think he, I, look, I don't, I was surprised that Arkan said it. I don't know your answer yet, Mego, but I, I don't think he's a lock to be on the team. I'm it, not saying they're going to cut him. I think he should be on the team, but I don't think it's a lock that they're because not, Because of know. this action? Sure. Yeah, or whatever I mean, it was that caused him to get suspended at the end of last year he, when they were fighting for a playoff okay, spot. Okay, and let's, this is not just like some random player either. This is a guy who was suspended a bunch in college, had to bounce around a bunch in college, broke into a Panda Express, like... It's not. It's not just any random player. He was also a, at one point last year the best corner in the league. I mean, there was like a three or four week stretch where he yeah. was PFF rated one of the best sure, corners okay. in the league. Fine, as a rookie, that's all. Sure, uh, PFF rated him that. Sure, fine. But I just, I mean, look, I think he's good. I think he can play. But the reason you got him where you got him is all this off field stuff. That's why you got him where you did. 
And that's why he bounced around so much in college. I am with Arkan. I do not think he's a lock to be on the team. Yeah, I'd I'd agree. Just because, I, just and I, because, just and I don't think it's a great past, sign for him. They've had good. Um, I see. That's where I differentiate. Like if he has a, or I disagree. If it's, I think it's an individual case with guys being in radically different positions with why they were suspended. But with Jack Jones, um, there's just more upside on the field with him well, than definitely. Jake Bailey, and so I. I I wouldn't be surprised for them to give him completely another shot and welcome him back into the fold this year because of the talent level and because they had to know that there was going to be a risk of some of this in his rookie year, at least if it's about, you know, a workout situation and talking talking back to Bill in a meeting or something. Who and is it? Maybe it'll be a maturity thing. Who was there was a veteran who was like, I can't believe these rookies are talking back to Bill. I can't remember who it was. I say veteran. I know I mean, oh, Will Fork? An ex-player. Yeah. Was it Will yeah. Fork? I think that it was right. Will Fork, yeah. So. Yeah, Will Fork was having a big get-off-my-lawn day when he, <laughs> he he did a couple different shows but that where is, he was but that is, down on He that. was mad at Mac. He was mad at everybody. Yeah. Okay, well. Damn kids. I mean, I, I agree with Will Fork on both. But I don't, but to you answer your ultimate respect. question. The game don't respect coaches the way we used to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I get it. But I, I don't think that having, um, that, that, the Jake Bailey release signals that Jack Jones is next. No, I, I I just don't think it's a good sign for him, and I don't think he's a lock to be on the roster. Uh, what do you guys think? 617-779-7937. We'll get back to Devin McCourty, his retirement. We'll get back to the Patriots and their need at wide receiver. All that after trending with Arkin. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. Tom Brady may not be done after all. He's Instagramming out videos of his cat. He was at UFC over the weekend. I know, but... 
doesn't look like he's getting uh, big, big and fat, does it? He just look, like let it play out. Let's see who wants what. And and the one place that folks are saying keep an eye out for is Miami. And if the Dolphins cannot somehow, if they get somehow some way a you know a, a doctor's report, a piece of information from a medical evaluation of Tua that he may not be ready to go, and suddenly there's Tom Brady sitting in Florida, where his family is located and where he can easily locate himself. Keep an eye on that. I was told by a couple of birdies. Good. At the combine. <laughs> Two birdies telling that to Rich Eisen. That was earlier in the week, maybe back on Monday. I think it was back on Monday. We had that Rich Eisen audio for you here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. We're with you until 6 o'clock on WEEI with all your phone calls. 617-779-7937. I think it's, it's reasonable to bring that back, I think, based on the news today that the Miami Dolphins... What's with the rejoin? I don't know. What's the tie-in? I wasn't curious about that either. I don't know. I finally got good song. I finally got the stank out of my head, and this has replaced it. It's March. It's okay. I was wondering the same thing. What was forty-eight degrees today? Is there an inside? I was listening to you, but I'm also wondering on the other half of my brain. You know what? I just felt like screwing with you. But other than it being forty-eight degrees, I thought there was like a tie. I figured there was a tie into Rich Eisen that I wasn't. No, I just wanted to hear this. Okay, nice. He just wanted to chill. He just wanted to cool out and relax. You know, it's final hour of the work week. Ryan's trying to wind down a little bit. Uh, Sorry so, to throw you. So you just it, put on a robe. That's weird. <laughs> when it comes to Where's my slippers, the Miami Dolphins earlier today they're freeing up all kinds of cap space more than I even thought. They restructured Bradley Chubb too. Arcan, right on top of Terrence yes. Armstead, on top of Tyreek Hill, forty-five million bucks they restructured, right? Just about, yeah. Hmm, thinking man emoji. 44, 45, whatever it was. They restructured a bunch of contracts to free up money. Interesting. Then, right around the start of the show, within the first hour of the show or so, the Dolphins picked up Tua's fifth-year option, which is for next year, 2024, not this coming season, 2023. The 2024 season, it's $23 million and change. And a lot of people said, well, whatever, they're out on Brady. Brady's out. They're not going to go after him. They're, they're married to Tua. And I immediately said, well, this is the option for next year, and it's not all that much money. I don't think this takes them out of the running for Tom Brady. Now, look, I'll admit, I'm also, like, very much trying to will this into existence and make it happen. I don't think they're out on Brady or Lamar Jackson, though I would agree with something you said earlier, Mego. It's probably more likely they're out on Lamar than Brady. Yeah, I think that's more indicative of what this is. Uh, the Exercising the fifth-year option, it's about $23 million for the year, which sounds high, but looking at the landscape that we saw at the beginning of the week among quarterbacks, it feels like a deal. It's less than Especially... Daniel Jones and Derek Carr and Geno Smith, although Geno Smith's deal, the more details that have come out, looks a little more reasonable. Yeah, I, I read it all as more that they, they, they don't feel certain about if they want to make a long-term investment into us so they're going year by year yeah. as much as they can at this point that's a good point instead of giving him a big contract they'd yeah. rather play it out with Tua. but that doesn't close the door on brady in my book i don't Look, think so none of this does if brady is coming back and brady wants to go to the dolphins then you make it work arkin do you think they're they're out on brady or someone like lamar jackson another veteran they're they're hitching their wagons to Tua? no i don't think so at all and i think that they're probably doing you know what the patriots should be doing and monitoring what's going on with the jets and saying you know what if the Jets, if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, we may have to make an upgrade here ourselves because you know we're you know the what? we're the number two team right now, and we have to be aware of these things. Great point. 
Like, what if they're doing what I was begging the Patriots to do earlier in the week? What if they're like, yeah, you know what? Tua might work, but Brady would be better. Lamar would be better. We got to keep pace with not just Josh Allen, but also the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. So maybe that is what the Dolphins are doing. Maybe that's why there's been a change of heart, or maybe that's been the plan all along. I have no idea. I do agree with Phil Perry, though, who tweeted this out, and I I didn't see this until after we were talking about it, but I 100% agree with him. Fifth-year option is so inexpensive relative to most veteran starting contracts that if you have a player who you think is starting caliber, you pick it up, which is interesting going forward with Mac Jones. He says until Miami gives him a multi-year deal with a ton of guaranteed money, and maybe that's coming, Tua remains a movable asset. Maybe they're just picking up the option so you can move him or you're not sure he's going to get cleared this year, but maybe he'll get cleared next year. And if Brady's in, that's always kind of a year-to-year proposition as we've come to learn. I don't think it precludes them from another quarterback. I don't. And I'm curious what the hell they're loading up for. $45 million in cap space. What are they going to go get? They definitely need help on defense. But what are they loading up for? Like that kind of money to me makes me think they're going after a quarterback. Yeah, and the fact that they're unloading it so um, aggressively as of late seems like that there's a specific piece that they're well, looking and at. Free agency, or a specific play that they're going to make. Free agency is Wednesday, but the legal mm-hmm. tampering period is Monday. So, like, you got to you got to get your ducks in a row. And, and I, look, I think you have to be cap compliant and everything else by the start of the league year, which is creeping up. So, yes, it feels like something is happening. Meanwhile, the Patriots aren't doing anything. They're just losing players. They cut Jake Bailey, which I find mildly interesting just because he filed a grievance against the team and also because he was suspended at the same time as Jack Jones, who was actually a good young player on the team, but maybe a handful, certainly a handful, for the colleges he attended, USC and Arizona State. Uh, I think there might have been a JUCO in the middle as well. And then last year with the Patriots, he didn't finish out the season. He was hurt, but he was suspended from the team late in the year. And on top of that, they have Devin McCourty's retirement earlier today which I don't think is a huge loss for the team. I think Devin McCourty a couple of years ago, that would be a bigger loss. You know, he still was playing at the top of his game or close to it. You know, he was a leader in Bill's locker room, which at least if you're backing it up on the field, I can get on board with more. The last three years, they've been a bad team, which makes me think they need a leadership change. Even if McCourty and Slater are good leaders and have been good leaders, it's just time for a new voice. I mean... You know, most most everybody, and I would lump Bill in with this, most everybody has a shelf life. Bill's got a shelf life. And at some point, even if you're a good leader, that message isn't going to land anymore. You know, like, Terry Francona was a great manager. At some point, they had to move on because the message wasn't landing. They needed a new voice to use, a, a you know, an outdated reference. Maybe Brad Stevens is a better one more recently. Stevens is a good coach. I don't know if the players liked him all that much or respected him. But they needed a new voice. They needed one. And so that's kind of how I feel about it with the player leadership on this team. Now that there's been a slip with McCourty, he's a great all-time Patriot, Patriot Hall of Famer, not a pro football Hall of Famer. But I don't feel that safety is a major need for this team. I don't feel like really the defense is a major need for this team with McCourty's retirement. I agree with the bulk of that. Uh, Incredible player, blanket statement, incredible player will be in the Patriots Hall of Fame. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, You know, great locker room leader, great, I'd say much better leader outside of the locker room. The stuff that, the work that he's done for the community, which I uh, covered a lot in a former life, is really, really compelling stuff. So great person by all accounts and appearances and actions. Uh, but the the safety room is one of the deepest groups on this team. So, you know, I'm not sure that it's the most devastating loss on the field to echo something that you said. I feel like cornerbacks are a bigger need on the team. 
going back to the leadership, it does open, I wouldn't say a void. It, hopefully it's a natural, um, I guess, maturity in the locker room. Yep. And it gives more of a voice to Mac. And I, under, I, I don't want to like say it this way, blanket, because... They're on opposite ends of the ball. If you go to Patriots practice, if you cover the team, if you go to training camp, those two sides of the ball don't really even engage with each other during practice. So it's not like Devin McCourty is running over to the offense when things aren't clicking and like telling them, like getting them back on board. But there is a hierarchy. But there is the captain's meetings that happen every week with Bill. And so I think it's going to be a little bit of a different rhythm and a little bit of different conversation and maybe even a different power dynamic. Between the locker room and the coaches. It's the perfect word. Like, they're probably going to have the same amount of captains next year. What do they have this year? Seven, eight, nine, something like that? They'll probably have the same amount next year. So there will be the same amount of leaders, but the power dynamics will be be different voices. Will be different. And maybe Mac, maybe Mac will be empowered and, and be a better player and leader because of it. Or maybe he won't be, and then we'll know it's time to move on. Maybe Judon gets more of a leadership role. How you doing, man? You good? How you doing, man? You all right? Maybe Duggar's ready for it. By the way, I, I didn't mention this. Speaking of Judon, real quick, he was liking tweets from Lamar Jackson today? Um, yeah, but that's his former teammate, so I don't read into that that much because that's probably his guy. Lamar Jackson has been, I mean, again, not like... They played cre- together in Baltimore I understand. for years. Not credibly linked to the Patriots, but like it's been talked about a lot in the city, and now one of your, maybe your highest profile player, or at least your best First player. First of all, Matthew Judon, right. as we were talking about before the show, has a track record of tweeting at everybody. True. And liking tweets of everybody but what's coming he tr- to the Patriots. But what's, okay, but what's he, okay. If the Jets were doing this, wouldn't you think Wouldn't you think? No, but, I mean, like, like, but you just answered your own question. He does have a history of trying to get people to come to the Patriots. So is he trying to get Lamar happens. to come? No, nothing happens, but he's trying, and he's trying to get guy. I think he's just trying to support his guy is in that what indir- has become a very public, weird struggle in the league. Is it an indirect shot at Mac? No. I don't, I, I honestly, I don't feel that way at all. You can say that you feel that way. I don't read it that way at all. That's his guy from back in Baltimore. Like that that's yeah, all I see it as. But his quarterback now is Mac. So I don't I don't know. I don't look, it might be nothing. I, I acknowledge it could be nothing, but I look at it and go, huh, that's mm, interesting. Are you mm. acknowledging that it could be nothing? Yes. Mm. I'm a, I just did. It could it might be nothing. Like Matthew nothing happens all the time with Matthew Judon. You're right. But he's usually angling to try to accomplish something. I don't think who's the latest player he's reaching out to. Like, I don't think he's constantly reaching out to players because he doesn't want them on the Patriots. I generally think he's bringing them to the Patriots. Do we have an update? I see movement back. We have some breaking news. This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Moments ago, Adam Schefter tweeted out that the Chicago Bears are trading the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. In return, Chicago gets back the ninth overall pick, the 61st overall pick, a first-round pick in 2024, and a second-round pick in 2025, and wide receiver DJ Moore. The Bears trading the first They'll move back. Their first pick now is at nine. Oh, interesting. So a few takeaways here. Number one, I normally think trading back is stupid, but the Bears have their quarterback. I love Justin Fields. I prefer Justin Fields to Mac Jones. I said that on draft night when Arkan, we were on. I wanted the Patriots to move up for Justin Fields when he was falling down the board. And it's not like I was as anti-Mac then as I am now, but I always preferred Justin Fields to Mac Jones. I like Justin Fields. So they're committing to him, number one. They already have their quarterback. If you're not going to take a quarterback at number one, Move back, because somebody else is going to overpay. This feels like an overpay for Carolina, but if they get their quarterback, who cares? 
9 and 61. So a first and a second this year, a first next year, and a second in 2025. So that's a huge haul. And they get a wide receiver for their quarterback, which to me is the most interesting part of this. And he's better than Nikhil Harry, if you can believe that. I like Just, DJ Moore. Justin I can so DJ Moore did not have a good year last year, but no. look at the quarterbacks the he's year playing before. with. So DJ Moore has been great for most of his career, right? I, I want to say. You know, he's, you know, the fantasy community can be a little down on DJ Moore because he doesn't score a ton of touchdowns, but he's like a thousand yard guy, I think, every year of his career before last he's year. He's only 25, so he's only had two years in the league. Three, so uh, with the exception of last year, the previous three seasons, he broke a oh, thousand. Yeah. And what did he have last year? 888. Yeah. So, like, even still, like, that's not a good year, but that's I'm not- pretty sure without looking, that would make him the number one right. reception receiver. A- he's beating Ramondre Stevenson. So, just to here, but here's make the point. Comp. Here's the point. Forget about DJ Moore for a second. The Bears have a young quarterback, and they're they're helping him. Yes, they're helping their young quarterback. They are committing to their quarterback. They're not saying, hmm, you know, Justin Fields can play in the league. They're committing to him as their franchise quarterback instead of taking a quarterback at number one, which they could do. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, who I like, and furthermore, they're getting him a number one wide receiver. So that I love. What are you shrugging at over there? I'm just annoyed. Did the Patriots know that DJ Moore was on the table to another, be traded? Another good thing to bring up. Should they have been on DJ Moore? Yes, absolutely. They He's should have exactly been. Exactly the kind of guy you want. Okay. Well, what? So how do we how do we equate now what what they gave up for DJ Moore? Was it a first or a second? That's probably the market. If I had to guess, yeah. Like to move from one to nine, Carolina had to give up. Well, Carolina had to give up nine for sure. Probably a future first round pick. And maybe a future second. So, like, let's say 61 for DJ Moore. What's the Patriots' second-round pick? Can somebody look that up for me quick? Hold on. Their second-round pick is better than that. Would you have given up your second-round pick, whatever 46. it is? 46. Okay, so that beats 61. Would, would I you, give up my second-round pick for DJ Moore? Yes, would you give up 46 for DJ Moore? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that's the comp. I'm guessing he doesn't cost a first-round pick. Would you give up 14 for DJ Moore? No. 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 I don't think he's quite in that category either. Like, would I give up a first-round pick for T. Higgins? Yeah. Would I give up a first-round pick for, I don't know, who are some Terry of Terry McLaurin? Yeah, Terry McLaurin, I would. I was about to question myself on Keenan Allen. I know he just uh, re-upped with the Chargers or restructured with the Chargers, and they committed to him. I'm not sure I'd give up a first for Keenan Allen You gave up days. the 55th pick for Muhammad Sanu. Right, so I'm saying, but I'm just, I'm just trying it to... It wasn't fi- a good move. Though. But I'm just trying to separate within the deal what probably... They probably had to give up nine, a future first, and a future second to go from nine to one, is my point. So what I'm just trying to figure out what DJ Moore was. Was 61 DJ Moore? Is a future second DJ Moore? I would give I would have given up 46 for DJ Moore. Yes. Uh, and if if it was 14, I probably wouldn't have. So maybe you would have had to give up 46 and something. It's a good point, Mego. They should have been in. They so should have been in on DJ up, Moore. Um oh, this is why they didn't. DJ Moore's contract is a bear. Okay, but that's I mean, I don't I don't mean that in the terms of the pun. $41.6 million guaranteed. Okay. That's that's a big contract. Is it? How many? What's the AAV? Yeah, Hold on. SpotTrack is taking forever to load because I'm guessing hundreds of thousands of millions of people are looking this up at the same time. Um, like, I, like, I wouldn't... So he's already signed. Like, to me, that would be a good thing. I, I, if you had to turn around and pay so, him on top of the compensation, that would be bad. The fact he's already signed... He's, signed, he's got two more years after this year. So he's got three years on his contract. About 21 per year. So yeah, that's not, he's got three. I years disagree. That's contract. not bad. That's not bad. He's, now, he's only played one year of a four-year contract. Yeah. Now maybe the Patriots don't want to pay. He's twenty-five, but right. it, it's an expensive contract. I don't that's think. I disagree. Why I'd say that they're not. In I'm on not it. sure that's an expensive contract. Hopkins is going to cost you more. 
You know, and Hopkins, I think is Hopkins is thirty two, right? And I think I think Hopkins is better now, but like, would you get more out of DJ Moore? Definitely, I think so too. So, and I'm not giving up a first round. I'm not giving up fourteen for Hopkins either. So let's ask it that way: forty six for Hopkins or forty six for Moore? Who would you rather have? Oh, it's tough. More for me. More, I mean, same. more is only twenty five. So same. I'd skew towards that. I guess I'd ask what the guaranteed money for Hopkins is. But, tw- I'm but like twenty one a year. Assuming and 40, that's what they're looking 46 at. Forty six more guaranteed over the next three years. I don't. I don't think that's that bad. Now maybe the, you. You're probably right, Mego. They don't want to pay it. That they don't prob- want to pay the guaranteed forty one. That probably is what scared them off. But that's why they're stupid. That's why they're dumb. That's why they're not getting any of these receivers because they won't pay that freight. And I don't think that's a bad contract. I think. That's a reason to trade for DJ Moore. He's already signed. Instead of trading for like the T. Higgins of the world or AJ Brown in Philly last year or Tyreek Hill, a guy who wants a new deal. Now, maybe he does want a new deal. Maybe that's part of it. And maybe Carolina says, look, we already gave you a new deal. You want another one? Maybe that's part of it. But that deal right there, I, I really don't think is that bad. And if that's what scared the Patriots off, they're dumb. I can't believe the Panthers did this. They did all this for Bryce Young, I assume. Like, that's who it's going to be, right? Like, I mean, or Anthony Richardson, I suppose. But Anthony Richardson's going to look great in that silver and black, isn't he? Like, look. I just can't believe that they did all this for the first round pick in this year's draft. I don't think you can overpay for a quarterback. So, like, if they. I think this is overpaying for a quarterback. I don't think so. If he if he's a stud, that's not overpaying. Two first, two seconds, and your best receiver? Okay, it's not really two first, because one is moving from nine to one. True. So it's like, it's a future first, a second this year, a future second, and a receiver. For a stud quarterback, you can't overpay. If if he hits, I mean, he's got a hit, obviously. A stud quarterback who's established, maybe, for a guy who's a, a rookie. And I don't know. I just think that's a, that's a wild one. Bryce Young, I don't even know if he's uh, considered that hot of a prospect around the league circles. I don't know what kind of market there was. If he, I saying, wonder how many other offers the Bears got. Well, I don't know. Yeah. If, if he can't play, it's going to be an overpay. If he can play, I think it's borderline impossible to overpay for a quarterback. A real, a real elite, good quarterback, I don't think you can overpay. Now, maybe Bryce Young isn't that. Maybe Stroud isn't that. Maybe Richardson isn't that. Levis, whoever they want, and they obviously have a guy in mind. Don't tell me they're just moving up to first to figure it out and scout the quarterbacks. They obviously know who they're taking today, right now. But, yeah, I don't think you can overpay for a quarterback. Patriots should have been on DJ Moore. Mego's right about that. And, if nothing else, the Bears are helping their young quarterback while you're doing what for Mac Jones? What exactly? 617-779-7937. You can jump in line. Rich Keefe's comes your way at the top of the hour. And we have Endgame next. Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela. The mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. 
Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Y'all want to play a f***ing game? Game over, man. Game over. You little punk. All right, it's time for Endgame, sponsored by Cars for Kids. The easy way to donate your car. Donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Call 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS today or donate online at carsforkids.org. That's the number four. Remember, it's cars with a K. It's All right. the Endgame. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Mazzula. How much longer is he going to keep saying Endgame? How you handle Endgames. With the way we've been talking about him this week, I, uh, I don't know. By the way, uh, I just wanted to mention this. I mentioned it to Mega off the air. Somebody on the uh, Twitch chat mentioned earlier today i didn't know that jones and nick wright have the same haircut <laughs> it's true which i just did get a glimpse of myself out of the corner of my eye it's 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 starting to look a little too nick wrightish yeah i thought nick wright had like a page boy haircut. his hair is like real his hair is real long but my hair is getting there cat's been telling me to get a haircut for weeks you got on your boost do you have a spot in the city you go to you I, got a guy i do my guy though uh is no longer in Charlestown, he moved, and so I've uh, I've I've had to I've had to go to him now, which I like less. But I think I'm I'm sticking with him. But it makes me it makes me uh, go get my haircut less frequently than I already do. Arcan knows I'm already like the king of not shaving and getting haircuts and barely washing. Do myself, you know so. that about him, Arcan? Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay. I, I during the I I don't know, and this wasn't this wasn't me being like a germaphobe during the pandemic. I mean, I didn't get a haircut for like a year. And that's it, just sheer laziness. Yes, that, no, 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 that's no. old Nick Wright. That's yeah, that's not what that's, <laughs> that's not what pre hair transplant. I'm just the old his, Nick Wright. <laughs> that's not what his hair looks like nowadays. No, 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 no. All right, let's that's get like the, a fresh the cut. Nick Wright for the kids. I miss that. <laughs> I got to talk to Intern Brian about getting haircuts. Right, Intern Brian knows all about. Yeah, he's he's the guy. Uh, anyway, okay. what do we got? All right, we got a couple of questions here. Patriots related. There was a lot of Patriots news today, so let's go ahead and start with our first end game question. It's about Devin McCourty, kind of. Uh, Devin McCourty received two votes but lost out on Defensive Rookie of the Year to this lineman who received the other 48. Okay. I'm never getting this, but okay. What draft was that? Lineman. Yep. Defensive lineman. We'd all have remembered the offensive lineman who won Defensive Rookie of the Year, I think. I actually have a guess. Hand in the dirt. I'm not saying this is right. (laughs) I'm not overly confident. But I, I think this lines up. I think I got it. Mm. And if I don't, whatever. McCordy was 2010? Yes. McCordy was 2010. Okay. 2010? I think so. Because the next year, as you recall, Devin McCordy uh, eventually got moved off of corner because they got to the Super Bowl, but they were so bad. They were like historically right. bad against the pass defensively in 2011, which was McCordy's second year, and then they moved him to safety. Do you know that Devin McCourty has started more playoff games than any defensive back in the history of the NFL? No, but like I'd imagine the Patriots have that record almost across the board at like all positions, I would think. I mean, maybe. Well, maybe, someone's got to be the guy, you know? Like, it's got to be someone who's played in all of them and been on the team a long no, time. No, but do you know what I mean? Like, I bet the Patriots have been to so many Super Bowls that, like, that's not, or playoff uh, deep runs that I, I wouldn't be surprised if they have, like, most defensive lineman games played, most linebacker games played. That wouldn't surprise me. Right, but I'm surprised he has more than, like, Ty Law or, you know, 
not Rodney Harrison, I guess. Yeah, but, fair, no, fair yeah, point. There's other guys who play fair a point. long time. All right, it looks like you guys are done writing, so I'll ask the question one more time. Devin McCourty received two votes but lost out on Defensive Rookie of the Year to this lineman who received the other 48. Megan Ottolini, Adam Jones, who you guys got? You go first. Von Miller. Von Miller is incorrect. Said Indomitian Sioux. That is correct, oh. Mega. No! Gets it. Indomitian wow. Sioux is correct. He I got 48 votes. Wow, I would have guessed Indomitian Sioux was... Older than 2010, he's that was his rookie year. That was his rookie year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nice I job. I think I Mega. only remember that because that's when I was coming out. Yeah. College. Good. Good. Good work. Very nice. All right. The next question is also Patriots related. Patriots released Jake Bailey today. Mm. During Tom Brady's 20 seasons, five other punters led the team in punting yards. Name as many of them as you can. Oh, I can't. Okay. I got. Von Miller was the 2011. <laughs> Defensive rookie of the so year. I was okay. So I was okay. I, I had the same guess that you did. I was. No, that I was. going to say Von Miller led the league in punting. That was all. That was all. Mego. I feel like I also uh, would have remembered that. Okay, I just remember this guy. I have a I have a story about one of these punters. Actually, I can tell you that there were two names on this list who I did not recognize. Okay. I looked at him and said, "Who the hell is that?" Um, I mean, those Randy Moss, Wes Welker. There's not a lot of punting going that's true. on. Didn't see him that much. I can't name five for sure. Uh, Megan writing furiously right now. It's not Tom Tupa. It's not Tom Tupa. I want to say Tom Tupa. It's, it's not Tom Tupa. Tom we Tupa. all want to say Tom Tupa. <laughs> uh, all right, looks like they're done. I only have three written down. I don't have okay. a year written down. The Patriots released Jake Bailey today during Tom Brady's 20 seasons. Five other punters led the team in punting yards. Name as many as you can. Jones, you're behind, so who do you have? I just got. I think I just got another one, but it, it won't count. It's too late. Josh Miller. Uh, Josh Miller's one. Zoltan Mesko. That is two. Ooh. Ken Walter. Ken Walter is three. And I just, I just thought of another one, but go, it won't count. I but I just had Zoltan. I just, I just wrote one. need to brush up on my punters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it looks like we got a tie game then. Uh, the other ones were Ryan Allen. Yeah. Um, oh right. Chris Chris Hansen, who I don't remember, and uh, I didn't remember Josh Miller either. Never mind. And Zoltan Mesco. So it's Alan Mesco, Hanson, Miller, Walter. I my extra name wasn't going to be right. Okay, what was go. it going to be? Lee Johnson. I thought he was a punter here, but that might not be right. Might have been. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he just didn't punt enough. Yeah. All look. right. Looks like we Why got don't you a, come uh, in here and have a seat. We got a tie game Chris right Hansen, now. Everybody. This will probably break the tie unless you guys get the exact same answer here, which I'd be shocked if you did. Okay. The average dog excretes this many pounds of poop per year. Per year. Per year. Pounds? An average dog. An average well, dog. Is, the average I, dog. I'm try to math this, this is mega, out. Big time Mego advantage here. Mego's got a bigger dog. This is a this is a big time Mego advantage. All right. Because I'm picking up small dog. When I watch the uh, dog show every Thanksgiving, you watch the dog show on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I do. I love that. When I watch the dog show, like part the of the working breed. Part of the toy group is where. Uh, oh, I got a working. The, I got a working breed. I got a toy, so this isn't good. How many pounds of poop in a year for a dog? Isolate that. I have, I have, I don't even know how to start. Is this, to get pri- this. this is prices right rules? Yeah, close without going over. Okay, I'm do- oh, don't get an attitude. That's how it always is, Megan. But no, but he did have an attitude. Yeah. I completely agree. I mean, okay, God, hang on. Lee. Divide by seven. Tired of your attitude. <laughs> Divide by two. Okay, I actually am doing math. I have math. Carry the formula. five. <laughs> uh, I got it. I think I got it. Okay. I feel good about it. All right. Looks like they're done writing. The average dog excretes this many pounds of I poop. I feel like this Do you is... do math by hand? Per year. Yeah. Oh, um, all right. Did, uh, who who, wants, to, who wants to answer first? It's you a tie game. You probably Googled so it then. I'll Whoever go first. Wants to. 25. 
25 pounds, that's way low. Uh, Megan? That's low? Yes. I said 130 pounds. Megan's much closer. The correct answer is 274 pounds. pounds? Megan wins! Megan wins. Bravo, Megan. Damn it! With the poop knowledge coming my, through. You know, my dog's, my dog's got tiny... Where's ti- my little poop machine? My dog's, got tiny, right my dog's got tiny poops. I did 365 divided by 7. Pounds. And then I said cut that in half. My dog, I, 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 look. I did 52 because that's the weeks in a year. Your dog poops twice did, a day, right? I guessed a pound and a half a week. My dog, no, he doesn't always poop twice a day. No, no sometimes no? it's okay. just once. No, sometimes it's twice on a walk. You know what? And if our can's around, he pushes his snout down in it. To if it's inside, I do, yeah. Does that factor in if they eat their own poop after? Does that throw Ew. off the number? Maybe I, that's a good question. Maybe I did bad math. You're right. Maybe my, my math wasn't so hot, too, on top of it. Anyway, all right. Have a great weekend, everyone. Rich Keefe, what a lead-in for Rich Keefe. He comes your way at the top of the hour, and we're back on Monday at 2 o'clock. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.